My family and I were 3,000 miles away when the murder took place in Finch. We had what my lawyer husband called a nearly airtight alibi. The fact that our twin sons weren't quite two years old made their involvement unlikely, but since I was, according to Bill, capable of arranging anything, anywhere, regardless of time and space, he was forced to consider me a suspect. I wasn't sure whether to be flattered or appalled by his boundless faith in me. Bill and I were Americans, though we lived in England now, in a honey-colored cottage in the Cotswolds, near the small village of Finch. Finch was a somnolent hive of inactivity, a rural backwater awash with retirees and seasonal tides of vacationing city dwellers. It was a quiet place where people led quiet lives, and it suited us to a T. Bill ran the European branch of his family's venerable law firm from an office on the square, while I stayed at home with Will and Rob, and a reliable English nanny in residence. We simply couldn't imagine a better life. We had family obligations on the far side of the Atlantic, however, and the first three months of the new year had been spent fulfilling them. We stayed with Bill's father at the family mansion in Boston, where Bill's snooty aunts subjected us to a head-spinning whirl of social calls intended to introduce the twins to every stuffed shirt in the Boston Brahmin directory. I adored my father-in-law, but social worrying wasn't my cup of tea. By the end of the three months, I was more than happy to return to the life I'd left behind in Finch. I was standing in the living room the day after our return, enjoying the sight of an April shower bathing the Hawthorne hedge, when the vicar's wife pulled into our graveled drive. I was pleased, as always, to see her. Lillian Bunting was a slender, scholarly woman, middle-aged, mild-mannered, and as shrewdly observant as a case-hardened cop. If anyone could fill me in on three months' worth of Finch-ocentric gossip, it would be Lillian. I met her at the front door, took her umbrella, and offered to take her raincoat, but she resisted. I can't stay, Laurie, she informed me. I really must get back to Teddy. Is the vicar sick? I asked with some concern. No, but he soon will be if this business isn't cleared up expeditiously. Lillian clasped her hands together worriedly. That's why I'm here. I have a favor to ask of you. I would have asked it of Emma Harris, but she and Derek are spending a few days in Devon. So that's where they are. Emma Harris was my nearest neighbor and closest friend in England. I'd found a message from her on my answering machine when I'd come home, but when I'd tried to return her call, no one had answered.
I didn't like to ask for such a favor over the telephone, Lillian was saying. I wouldn't ask at all if it weren't for Teddy. My concern increased. Lillian Bunting was a stickler for social niceties, yet she hadn't welcomed me home after my long absence or made the requisite inquiries about Bill and the boys. Her hair was mussed, her face drawn, and she seemed distracted, almost fretful. I leaned forward. What's wrong, Lillian?